0: You are tuning in to the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Angels and Healing Light Show. Sit back, relax, and be open to receive the Angelic Messages and Healing channel through your host, Laura Romero.
1: Hi, good morning everyone. Welcome back to Angels and Healing Light. This is Laura Romero, your host. I am an angel intuitive and a spiritual healer and a Reiki master teacher. And my goal here today is to help you reconnect with your angels, to get healing and guidance and messages that help you grow and go with the flow and uh, help you on your spiritual path and so much more. So thank you for being with me again today on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Thank you, Tiffany, for being my beautiful producer every Tuesday morning. And I'm very pleased to bring back our, one of my favorite people in the world, Linda Herrick. And Linda has joined us this morning to talk about some wonderful things to help you move forward in your life with ease and prosperity. And I know we could all use some of that. Linda is the owner of Alternative Solutions. And she really does have a passion for helping people. She helps them awaken to their true self with their own healing abilities, gifts, and talents. Linda is a metaphysical teacher. She's a wonderful teacher. She's a certified instructor for hypnosis. And she is also um, a wonderful public speaker, teaches at Juliet Junior College, and she is a Reiki master. She teaches both Usui Reiki and Sasekum Sahu Reiki. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, Linda. I always do, I think. Uh, (laughs) But her her hypnosis includes age regression. And does that mean that um, we get to be 29
2: again? Absolutely. (laughs) You can go back and visit 29. (laughs) (laughs) Just for a minute.
1: Uh, she also is, is certified in past life regression and trained by the Michael Newton Institute on life between lives. So welcome back, Linda. It's so good to hear from you and to see your smiling face on my computer this morning.
2: <laughs> I am so delighted to be here, and uh, thank you so much, Laura. It's always such a pleasure to spend any kind of time with you. So I'm, I'm very honored and, and pleased.
1: Well, thank you. Linda, I was really excited when I asked you what you'd like to talk about today, and you came up with the perfect idea, and it just, it it had one of those bingo moments that I love to get, and you were talking about helping people release
2: blocks from prosperity, and boy, that's something we could all use. Absolutely. It's interesting. This is just a conversation that has been going around with a number of people I've spoken to recently. And so I thought this was an ideal topic, Um, you know, prosperity and abundance and, and being open to receive it and not block it. Because I believe the universe always wants us to have a continuous supply of prosperity and abundance. And oftentimes we're the ones that set up blockages to that And then complain we don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) So and sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees.
1: Exactly. Well, exactly. And when you talk about abundance, and when I talk about abundance, I mean the first thing that comes to our mind probably is financial abundance, but there are many other types of abundance as well. Absolutely. There's when you you when you look around you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: You know, there, there's there's health. There are the things that you have that keep you warm and safe and dry and fed and transported from point A to point B. There's friends. There's family. There's opportunity. There are so many ways to count abundance. So, you know, we need to remember that all we need to do is look around us sometimes and see what's in front of us and then work on what it is that we're missing or feeling like we're missing in
2: our lives. Absolutely. And, um, abundance and prosperity is not just, um, not just money, but it's all the blessings that we have. It's, it is life. It's clean air. It's beautiful sunshine. It's a wonderful rain. Whatever that is. Um, it's, it's really being in the moment and appreciating everything that you get to experience on your earth walk. So, Linda, why, why do,
1: you know, I get a lot of people calling me and asking me, you know, during my readings for them and on the show, I have many people that ask, you know, when are they going to get that perfect job? When are they going to be able to move forward in life? When are they going to have financial security? And so tell me why, you know, what are some of the things that people do to block their own prosperity?
2: That's a great question. And and first, let's talk about where those blockages come from. And where those blockages come from is usually when you were a child and the people around you told you things that you just believed. Our beliefs come from oftentimes people telling us this is, this is how it is and this is what you believe. And so there's some universal things um, that happened when you were a child and tapes were made. And that conversation, there's a running conversation and dialogue that we have with ourselves constantly that we may not even be aware of. And that running conversation comes from our beliefs, and it comes from a lot of things we were told as a child, such as, you can probably even finish this phrase. You know, money doesn't grow on trees, on trees. <laughs> you. everyone you know I don't have a money tree in the backyard um, you know you have to earn it I'd like this well you have to earn it and you have to work hard for your money and or we can't afford that or um, you know oh look at look at the Johnson's down the street he's such a show-off with his new car So if you have wealth, you could be a show-off or rich people are greedy and um, they don't care about us, us being poor people or we don't have enough or there's just not enough, um, we just don't have enough. And then there could be a lot of um, messages over and over about lack of enough. Later, you start telling yourself, you know, I'll never get out of debt. Look at these student loans. Look at look at this mortgage. I'll just, if it's one thing, it's another. I'll just never will get out of debt. And you tell yourself that every day. Um, there's more months than there is money. Or um, I have taste for champagne and income for beer. That actually used to be one of my mother's favorite faves, phrases. Actually, <laughs> oh. and and so if that's the dialogue, and that's what you're saying to yourself. Of course, your subconscious mind is going to set everything up so that is your experience. And when you just focus on lack, what you focus on expands, and when you focus on lack, you're going to get more lack. And And then that reinforces it, and on and on and on it goes. So it's interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and we had chatted about, you know, the difference between perhaps being rich and poor and broke. Um, Oftentimes poor is a mindset. You can be broke and have absolutely no money and and no prosperity, but you're broke, not poor. It's a whole different thing. Um, And one of the things that she said that I thought was so very interesting is that people coming from a mentality of lack tend to think about spending money. When, mm. when this thing comes in, I'm going to get me a new outfit or a new car or, or a new house or new curtains or whatever. They're always focused on where they're going to spend their money. And sometimes not waiting for it to come in, I'm just going to put all of this on credit And they're very focused on spending money. Wealthy people think about making money. They're always Mm -hmm. looking for new opportunities to generate income.
1: Very entrepreneurial.
2: Yeah. Um, Or how can I make the money that I have work for me? How can I save this? They're really looking on ways of making money, not spending money. Isn't that interesting? I go, you know, that's, that's really quite fascinating, and it's, and it's so true. What's the difference between those two people? It's simply mindset. Mm-hmm. One is looking for spending, so all they do is spend. One is looking for making money, so all they do is look for opportunities in which to make money. And some of that's education for sure, and
1: some of that is, I think, a product of a person's, you know, environment. And so I would love to bring, you know, the, the way that you're bringing that awareness to people. And so let's say people are struggling with lack of some kind of prosperity in their life. Maybe, they're, maybe they understand that they'd love to take their $5 and turn it into 10 But in the meantime, how can they make, how can they take the stress? Or the anxiety of always, you know, wondering how am I gonna make these ends meet and turn it into something that brings such you know, brings great energy and dissolves those thought patterns of I'm always having to make ends meet. So I love to help people find a way to think
2: struggle. Right. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why do I always have to struggle? I'm always struggling, and and you know, how am I going to make the rent? And um, you know, I I think we've all experienced that. We've only. all been through there, that. There, absolutely. At at one point, after I uh, I had gotten divorced, I had given my ex everything, and because um, and it was worth it just to get out of the the marriage. I took a seven thousand dollar pay cut back in the day when $7,000 was a lot of money. And I was actually, this is, (laughs) my excitement was that I was taking my visa bill to pay my MasterCard's minimum payment and vice versa. I knew at the time that was a red flag and probably not the best mode of operation I could go on, but that's what I had at the time. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and, and so sometimes that really is, it wasn't even robbing Peter to pay Paul. It was robbing myself to pay Paul and then Peter back with interest later. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) um, But how do you shift this and how do you, how do you turn this around? And you mentioned something, Laura, you said education. And the first thing is to, yeah, educate yourself. You don't know what you don't know. And, um, Early in my career, I came from very humble means, and early in my, in my career out in the real world, I had a company that came in and said, oh, we have a 401K program. And I was like, well, what is that? I never even heard of that. And no one in my realm, no one in my, my parents or anyone I knew had no clue what that was. And so I asked my boss at the time, because he was the most savvy, financially savvy person I knew. And he explained to me, oh, it's like Social Security. They just take a bunch of your money. They don't give it to you until you retire. I go, well, why would you do that? He goes, I don't know. It's really dumb. And I go, yeah, that is dumb. Oh, boy. (laughs) Thanks for that great advice. (laughs) Well, there was an 800 number, but I was so financially ignorant that – I wouldn't even know what to ask them when I called, so you know, I, yeah, I, I could have, I could take responsibility for that, but I could see why, you know, I was young and and not as savvy. So it's it's always a good idea to to educate yourself a bit and just don't ask those around you because they may not know any better than you. <laughs> Which
1: was right. my okay. Stick to the
2: experts, and there's a lot of
1: free information. There's everywhere libraries the, the the internet there's there's so much free information out there you don't even have to spend money to learn how to earn it or make it and exactly. one thing that i think is is a really uh, another red flag you mentioned is people that think rich people or wealthy people are greedy well right that's Number one, kind of putting the entire you know, an entire group of people in one lump sum and I know that people with a lot of money tend to be donate it and, and help others quite generously. But the most important thing is what you've just said by saying that a rich person is greedy, is that now you've put major blockages to receiving money because you've taught you've taught yourself that you would be you might become greedy. You know, so so you know, you have to look at where what are your thoughts towards money? What are your thoughts towards prosperity? And that prosperity can include more than money, of course. But what are your thoughts towards towards money? Is money evil? Is it good? Is it gonna help you grow? Will you be able to help others? What you know what are the good sides of having it? What are the good things about having money? And those are things that you can focus on rather than focus on what you don't have and perhaps that you know greedy person with a brand new car that's showing off well you know how do you know they're showing off
2: people have to be
1: really careful yeah. of your
2: thoughts that greedy person with a brand new car or plane or a helicopter just made a car salesman or a plane salesman or a helicopter salesman really happy and now he can go home and do wonderful things for his family So, um, (laughs) you know, that's that's a very good point. And and if you, I, I know years and years ago, I read that Bill Gates, and this is many years ago, built a $6 million swimming pool in his backyard. And a lot of people went, well, that's horrible. Do you know what he could do with that money? I go, whatever he wants. And he wants to build a $6 million swimming pool. And if there was six people that worked on that pool, there's just, six more millionaires he spent it that's awesome good for them there's yeah. probably a really happy yeah. chlorine salesman wandering around wherever he lives <laughs> <laughs> so woo <woo-hoo. laughs> so, so in other words we, we to, need
1: to focus on our own business and bring and and have the thoughts that bring the things to us that we want in our lives
2: yes yeah. as soon, we soon as you say rich the people, things we
1: learn when we're
2: children right as soon as you say rich people are X, in a negative, whatever you want to say about that. Remember, everyone's rich to somebody.
1: Oh, good point.
2: And very good rich point to somebody. So, if you have a roof over your head, you're very rich to many people on this earth. So, um, it's just a matter of degrees. And you, you certainly, as you mentioned, you certainly cannot have that prosperity um blocking it if you're saying this is this is horrible, this is bad. A lot of people will point to, well, you know, the Bible says money's evil. No. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Remember, money is just energy. And it's supposed to flow. And you have you do a you you make a trinket or a widget. And I go, I love that, Laura. I love that you did that. Here, let me give you some money and you can give me your trinket. And so we have this wonderful energy exchange between us. And then someone else will say, oh, I, and, you know, I love this and I love what you do or what you sell. And this money flows just like energy all around us. But as soon as I stop that energy, I'm cutting other people off from it. So it's not the, it's not money. It's the love of money that you want to just keep it for yourself and just like energy. If I walked into a room and everyone goes, oh, Linda, we're so glad you're here. We just love you. And I suck up all the love and I don't give anything away. That could be the root of evil. I'm just Mm -hmm. going to keep all this love to myself and I'm not sharing any of it. That's where you run into problems. And it's interesting is when you look at money as energy, how we handle Our own money is oftentimes how we handle our own energy. And if I just go through life and let people, you know, like I'm a pinball on a pinball machine and, oh, this happened and that happened, I'm not mindful of my energy and I let people take from me and do whatever as we go, um, I will probably experience imbalance and dis-ease within my body. And same thing with money. If you're just very, um, if, you're, if you don't really concentrate on your, on your money as far as, you know, I'm going to, whatever money I get, I'm going to take a certain percentage of it and save that. I'm going to take a certain percentage and perhaps tithe it. And then this is the rest of the money that I can spend. And, and when you start with that mindset, the same thing with the energy, I'm going to really make sure I take care of myself first. And now I'll have the energy to, to take care of you better as opposed to I'll put myself at the bottom of the list. And if you put yourself at the bottom of the list in your life and put yourself at the bottom of the list of your money, it usually has the same effect. You'll, you know, some sort of bankruptcy of soul or, or finances. So keep that in mind, too. Be very mindful. And it's not being selfish. It's being selfful. I want to make sure I'm in the best possible position so I can take care of others, and I need to take care of myself first. Yeah. So let's talk about how you fix this, okay? Yeah, let's fix
1: it. Everybody, ready? We need to fix some blocks.
2: Everybody, folks, gather
1: round. Gather round.
2: (laughs) Gather round. Bring your blocks with you. Get ready to get rid Bring of them. Bring your blocks okay. with you.
1: We're going to break up some blocks <laughs> right now.
2: The first thing to do is if you were sent some of these less than serving messages as a child and you got them from your parents, bless your parents. Just bless them. They, they probably were repeating things that they heard. They did the best they could. No one has a child together and says, I wonder how we could screw up this human, okay, so just bless them, they did the best that they could, bless and forgive them, and bless yourself, bless and forgive yourself, yes, you've made some missteps, but guess what, today is a brand new day, and you can shift and, and do things differently today, okay, and a lot of that is just shifting your mindset, Bless your bills. I feel excited when I pay my bills. Oh, goody, I get to pay my bills. Do you realize that Ford Motor Company let me drive off a lot, in a, not in a new car, but a used car, And a used car, and they said, go ahead, you can have this car 24-7, just pay us every month. Wow, wasn't that awesome? Do you, do you see how much they really had faith in me isn't that a beautiful Mm -hmm. wonderful thing to do so every time I so every time I get a bill I, I bless that bill and I send it off and I'm in such gratitude that my electric company will tell me every month use all the electricity you want it doesn't matter we'll catch up to you later I don't have to pay as I go how about you no yeah isn't that wonderful and so I can go to a grocery store and, and get all the food I want and pay with a credit card. That means that there's a lot of faith going on here, right? Because by the time right. that credit card bill comes, I could have eaten all that food. But they're like, no, we trust you. And so I'm going to bless my bills as I write it out. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you of all the prosperity, because let's say the grocery store, for instance, I could do, I could buy up the whole grocery store, no, well, unless I have a credit limit. <laughs> but I go all the way up to the my credit limit in the grocery store. And they're like, just we'll catch up to you later. Isn't that fabulous? So I have That's all wonderful. kinds of prosperity already.
1: Do you know? Speaking of you have the ability grocery- to feed your family and stay uh, yeah. warm or stay cool thanks to and and get places and and help people it's use, amazing. with your car yeah
2: yeah I, and speaking of grocery stores if you ever feel holy cow i am so i'm so broke i can't change my mind okay go to the grocery store go to the produce department pick up an apple or a pepper or what have you take a look at it And if you go, oh, there's a mark on that, and pick up the second one, that puts you in, like, the top 7% of the wealthiest people on the face of the earth. We can be picky about the food we're about to eat. It's amazing. And so if you notice, all of this is going into a certain theme, and that is gratitude. And that gratitude leads you to present moment. And when you're in gratitude, you're just a little step away from joy. And when you're in present moment, everything can shift. Remember those tape recordings that I mentioned, you know, that dialogue and that conversation and everything else. That goes on all the time. The only time you can change that really is getting into present moment and starting to override it, starting to override those thoughts. So when you're in the grocery store and you're picking up things in the produce department, say, I am so wealthy that I can choose the best food for myself. It's my my privilege. And, and start speaking to yourself in that way to override, I'm poor and I can't make ends meet and da-da-da-da-da. Instead of saying, I only have $34 to spend at the grocery store, change that to, I get to spend $34 at this grocery store. And look at the amazing abundance that I get to choose from. And really put yourself in an abundance, prosperity mindset. And as you mentioned, Laura, before, abundance isn't just money. It's, do you know what? I'm. I'm safe in this grocery store. I have people around me that are, we're all on the same kind of mission to feed our families. Isn't it wonderful to be part of this, of this collective humanity here? Isn't it great to have it inside there's not insects crawling all over my food or whatever. Just look at everything that there is, and really how rich and prosperous you are, and be in gratitude of the smells and of everything of being alive, and bring yourself in present moment. Be in gratitude and start rewriting those things, and say um, and tell yourself marvelous things, and as you. As you go through your day, the more present moment you are, and the more in gratitude you are, that is that is the time to slip in the different thought patterns that can actually change your life. You know, um, there's some wonderful uh, quotes as far as change your change your thoughts, change your life. I believe it was Ralph um, Emerson. And, um, Mm -hmm. but change your thoughts and change your life. The way, the reason for that is as you change your uh, thoughts, everything else falls right into it. Your stinking thinking has gotten you to where you are. So when you change that, you will find fresh new ways of experiencing the world. You can experience the world with fresh new eyes and a fresh new way of being. And when you're focusing on your blessings, you're going to get more blessings. A number of years ago, I used to go around, I heard this, I think maybe from Mark Victor Hansen, but I heard this and I started saying it, you know, I get checks in the mail. Checks come to me in the mail. I get checks in the mail. And do you know I started getting checks in the mail? <laughs> now, some of them were, you know, $1.89, but I was like, yeah, I get checks in the mail all the time. And I, then I would get checks in the mail, and I don't know why I ever stopped saying that because I stopped saying it, and guess what? Not so many checks in the mail. <laughs> so you can come up with your I've own. I've done you know? that
1: too, and it works. <laughs> I've done that too, <laughs> and it, too. it works. And yes, it does work. So everybody, right now, I want you to say, "I get checks in the mail." I get checks yeah. in the mail, and believe it. I could see those checks sitting yeah, in checks your mailbox. In the
2: mail. I can't wait till I go check my uh, mailbox and, oh, more checks. It's just something that happens. And so um, I know it really does. And I always <laughs> I always say the universe will always take care of me. Whenever, you know, the, God has taken care of me up to this point. And I don't think that happens. So tomorrow he can say, psych, you're screwed. I've been taken care of up to this point. What makes me think that there isn't even more abundance for me tomorrow? The universe always takes care of me, and the universe will always take care of you. And the way to do that is to open your hands and be ready to receive. So often, and I know when when you're in tight money situations, your hands are closed because you're trying to hang on to every little dime you have. And when, you're, when your fists are closed, hanging on to every little diamond dollar you have, you can't possibly receive anything. Open your hands. Now you're able to receive. And it's also the way to give. So, but let's talk about some of the specific things that you can do besides blessing your bills and being in that present moment awareness and of abundance, um, you really want to shift into a prosperity mindset and to override those old tapes. And the best time to do that is when you first wake up in the morning. It's when your brain is in theta. And theta is the same brain wave, like for hypnosis. It's kind of how you got into this mess. Um, you were hypnotized as a small child, okay, with, with all of it. Okay, I believe you, whatever you tell me, parents. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's the best way to get out of it, to override those tapes. So first thing in the morning, and right before you fall asleep, when you're in that little zone, not quite awake, not quite asleep, perfect. That's a sweet spot. That's when you, when you first wake up in the morning is a great time to say, I'm so excited of all the different opportunities I'm going to have today to notice prosperity all around me or prosperity flows easily through me or whatever type things you, you want to say. Make sure you don't say what you don't want. I no longer want to be broke. Our subconscious mind doesn't hear no. So... um I don't want to be broke will interpret into I want to be broke. <laughs> so don't talk about what you don't want, only talk about what you do want. I want ask and me. you shall receive. Prosperity. Exactly. I want prosperity to flow easily through me. Help me recognize I easily recognize all the all the abundance in my life. And very important you, just, just two or three things, don't make a list of 50, two or three things to override a tape, and then in another, you know, um, 60 days, do two or three more things. Why 60 Now, days? Well, that way the tape is definitely overrun by then, and you, and you will see such great changes by then. You know, okay, what is it, 21 days to do a habit, whatever. But, you know, this this isn't a magic pill. It just seems like it's magical afterwards. So if you do, if you come up with three mantras or or what have you for for 60 days, you'll actually see them starting to work in your life. And you'll be going, hey, this really works. (laughs) And so do a few more and, and, and erase a few, override a few more tapes. We don't erase them. We just, we just kind of go over them, okay? The other thing besides first thing in the morning and um, as you fall asleep at night, make sure you do this consciously throughout the day. Tell yourself consciously throughout the day the same things. Um, if you notice prosperity is all around me or I easily... I easily attract prosperity and prosperous people, or people want to help me, um, who want to assist me in my prosperity. All of a sudden, you'll notice, wow! I think I think this person wants to assist me in, in my prosperity, or that person. You'll just you'll notice it more, and the more you notice it, the more you it brings to mind, and and the more you say it, and you're in your present moment, the more that's that's going to be your new way of being. Um also, uh you know, there's a wonderful book and it's highly confidential right now because I can't think of the name of it for the life of me. Oh, one of those.
1: That's my favorite
2: book. Yes, it is one of my favorite books. Um and it's all about mindset, and it's it, and the guy's the father of. And maybe one of your callers can call in and tell me this book because, of course, it's it's right on the tip of my tongue, and and uh, although it's not in my brain right now, but um, think and grow rich. That's what it is. Think oh, and Napoleon grow rich. And it was Napoleon Hill. Yes, it was. I think written in the 30s or something, 30s and 40s, and it's still really the um, gold standard. And so if you want to invest in something, invest in that book, read it, study it, do it, and it will change your experience that you're having in your May I say,
1: you are absolutely right. It is the Bible of prosperity, and there's yeah. wonderful reasons behind it. However, I have found it at multiple libraries. I found it in audiobooks, MP3s. So you can get this for free, quite possibly, from your library, by the way. Yes. But it' wonderful, yes. wonderful
2: book, absolutely wonderful. And the key my, is not just to read it, but to do the things in the book, to do the exercises, and it'll, it'll change your life.
1: My producer is telling me, Tiffany White Sagewoman, is saying that another great book is called The Game of Life, and how to play it by Florence yes. Scovel Shin. That was published in 1925, so a little while ago, but those two books are r- really gold standards of how to Absolutely. think positively and have a how and, and it is all about thinking. It's all about your thoughts. And it, it let me say this thoughts. that Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And when you start to receive when you when when you start noticing the abundance around you, number one, you become aware of sometimes when other people could use your help. So then you're able to help them in some small way or a big way, in some way anyway. So that has another Absolutely. side effect, a beautiful side effect. And when you when you and recognize that you're receiving, you become happier. And what happens when you become happier? You get more, you, you see more, you, attract you get more. more, and you can help more.
2: Now, um, and, and that can come also into how, however you want it, that to look. Um, I I am not affiliated with a church, but I still believe in tithing. And so I tithe to a particular charity. And so... Ten um, percent of, of everything I do goes to that charity, and my goal is to be to get a brick in a wall or something because I've been able to give so much to that charity. So that's the other thing oh. too. As as you as you prosper, make sure that there's others that prosper as well, and it should be it shouldn't be. All for me and none for you because that's that's not a prosperity mentality. It should be, hey, look what I did. You could do that too, or let me give you a a hand up, or or what have you. So, um, there's that's also something to to keep in mind as as you go. So it's very quickly you'll find it's not the the coolest car or the fanciest house or what have you. There's so many. Um, uh, deeper meanings in life and richer experiences than snazzy shoes. <laughs> so, but if you oh, want snazzy so right. shoes and it brings you joy, get some snazzy snazzy shoes. It's really not for me to to say. Now, if you need a bit more help from what we discussed today, um, of course you can you can reach out to a professional hypnotist. Hypnosis is uh, can assist you in shifting your mindset, and um, and that may be the other boost that you need. So um, I do help a number of people with that. I, I have some fabulous stories where I had a client who makes a lot of money. She's very very good at making a lot of money, and she's even better. At spending it. So that's the other thing. It doesn't matter how much you make. It matters how much you get to keep. And so we did some things around a mindset, and we did a little bit of age regression, because back to childhood-type things, and um, discovered that a huge component of, of the issue was, actually had to do with an incident with a doll when she was a young child. And worked around that and shifted that, and the very next month she had a contract that was she got a contract for her business that was you know double what she had done the first quarter the previous year she did in one month. So and how did she how she much? shifted the way that she was thinking? We, we went back and, and healed, uh, we went back through age regression into into this incident, brought it to awareness, shifted it out, and yeah, um, it was a huge block she had for herself, and it opened it up. Um, so there's a number of ways that that working with someone can assist you in large and small ways, whether it's... You know, this is she's a very successful mid mid six figure business, or um, people that entrepreneurs that are just struggling to shift from one thing to another um, to kind of level up, as it were. Um, sometimes uh, someone might have been told, "Don't don't get too big for your britches," right? And mm-hmm. so I can only be so big. In my business, I can't get bigger than this because I don't want to be too big for my britches, kind of thing. So, if we can go back and heal that, and shift that, and allow yourself to be as big as you want for your britches, <laughs> because mm-hmm. again, that's that's helping more yeah, people. It's very you limiting mhm, That's a really limiting thought. So, you know,
1: don't get too big for your britches. I understand if that's somebody acting in an arrogant fashion, but if it's if, if it's saying, you know, don't don't get too successful. You know, you'll make us look bad if you're too successful. You'll make us you look that's bad, or, limiting. you
2: know, right? And you know, there's there's a an old saying that you know, if you get one crab, you can put one crab in a bucket. You have to put a lid on it. But if you have several crabs in a bucket, you don't need a lid. And do you know why? No, I don't. One Are crab they all will to keep crawl, each other down. One crab will crawl out of the bucket more than one, the other crabs will grab them and pull them back down. Well, that's not very nice. So the other thing, uh, Jim Rohn, who's one of my favorite heroes, he is uh, if you can get a hold of anything from Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, and he's on YouTube and what have you. He's passed, but um, brilliant man. He was a business philosopher. One of the things that he said, and he was actually the mentor of uh, Tony Robbins, um, one of the things Jim Rohn said is you will wind up being the average of the five people you hang around with the most. The ah, five people yeah. you hang around the most, you'll average out. And that's if they're happily or unhappily married, if they're um, wherever their wealth is, whatever they do and their hobbies, that you'll you'll be the average of those five people. So look at the five people you hang around the most. If you don't want to be the average of them, you might want to level up. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, all mm-hmm. the five people I hang around the most are um, are all spending all their money drinking and they all have marital problems. I might not want to hang around with those folks. <laughs> and they're all so, broke. And they're all broke, and, yeah. And I, that was... You know, when I was speaking earlier, when I had to ask my boss about the four, there was no one around me. I certainly was the average of the five people I hung around with the most. So So,
1: um, so the very important points are that we have to be careful what we think about, how we think about it, what we ask for is what we're going to receive. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always, or fortunately, it doesn't always happen overnight, depending on the way you ask for it. Um, You you know, like you said, I don't want to be broke for the rest of my life, and the universe doesn't hear, don't. They just hear, I want to be broke for the rest of my life. So make sure you Mm -hmm. phrase things in a way that brings opportunities and abundance and prosperity to you. Make sure you're not part of the ain't-it-awful club. You know where Absolutely. everything is terrible. Yeah. Run, run from that. Don't renew your membership to the Ain't It Awful Club. That's, um, <laughs> and those I are the crabs letter. in That's the bucket.
2: <laughs> and they are the crabs. Those are the, in the crabs bucket. in the bucket that you talked about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, um, I studied under I studied under Doreen Virtue for a while who I mm-hmm. who I am ever and will eternally be grateful to for teaching me the things that she did but one of the things that she always brought up is that sometimes you have to be careful about sharing your sharing your successes or your plans with certain people because some of them don't want to want you to succeed and so sometimes you kind of have to keep things certain things close to the vest around certain people so that they don't try to pull you back down into the bucket. Some people say, well, you're crazy. Oh, you can't do that. That's not possible.
2: Well, you know, if that's something
1: that's calling to you, then my goodness, do it. So, Linda, how can people get in touch with you and what sort of things can you do to help them release those thoughts that they might not even be aware that they hold?
2: Well, the, the way to get a hold of me, my website, is Lindaherrick.com, or they could email me at, Linda at It's That's H-E-R-R-I-C-K.com. And so what we do is explore where those blockages may be and, and then to shift them, to, to remove the blockages and to replace them and that sounds very simple and oftentimes it is very simple and there's there's work that they get to do as well such as what we just spoke about today because uh it didn't take overnight to get into your situation it it may take a few days to get out of it (laughs) but you certainly can and you can rise above it shift into something differently and uh And and go from there. And it's so important. You know, you don't know how many days you have on this earth. Why in the world would you want to be on this earth uh, being sad and upset and, and horrible? If you could just go outside and breathe and look at clouds, whether they're fluffy or whether they're stormy, and just have full appreciation of the experience using all five of your senses, just be an appreciation of your and gratitude of your experience at any given moment and concentrate what you focus on expands and focus on what you want more of. So um, yeah. that would be my little thought for the day. <laughs>
1: well, Linda, would you mind? I, uh, I've got a caller that has been so patiently waiting. Oh, sure. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to take a couple minutes um, and hopefully, they've, they have and everyone have gained some good insight and information thus far on how we can bring brighter light and prosperity to ourselves. So, thank you so much for waiting. I've got a caller from area code 519. Good morning.
0: Good morning. This is Jennifer calling.
1: Jennifer, how are Hi, you Jennifer. today? Thank you for being so patient.
0: Oh, thank you. I've really enjoyed this show. Um, what I really like. And I didn't really think of it this way is when you said uh, the part about people with without money just think about spending money, where successful people are thinking about how to make money what Is there another category of people who just want to save money
2: sure and and with saving money you're why are you saving you're doing that to make money you're right you're saving money to make money or unless you're stuffing a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still, it's like, let me, let me take this energy. I'm going to save some of it and, and have that money work for me. And so, um, as I mentioned, it's not just what you make. It's what you get to keep. And that saving is what you get to keep and what you get to build with. I mean, you know, you can't build wealth without having wealth. So um, even, if, even if it's $2 to begin with, well, that, that looks like a good building block to begin with. So do you consider yourself a saver, Jennifer?
0: I I save, but I I feel like I save to allow myself the freedom to be able to make better decisions for myself and not to be um, making decisions based on fear of lack.
2: That's awesome.
0: That's so beautiful.
2: Beautiful. I have two grown sons, and I've always told them, um, build wealth, do what you can, You don't have to go live in the mansion. You can go live in a tent. As a matter of fact, my uh, one son lives in an RV in San Francisco, so I guess he took that literally. I said, but the (laughs) thing is, you don't want to live in a tent and wish you lived in a mansion. So try to to make it in your life that you could live in a mansion, but uh, I don't want that. I want to go live in a tent. And it gives you the freedom in and it, and, um, and and I love that you said that because absolutely, um, when you have financial freedom, then you're not making decisions because you have to or gotta or what have you. It's like, "I think I want to do this." So that's beautiful.
0: Thank you.: well, cool Thank you for your show. It was awesome.
2: Well, thank you, thank you. Thank you for
1: listening. And it sounds like you're from Ontario. I am. <laughs> all right.
2: I always wanted to be an honorary
1: Canadian citizen, uh, having spent a lot of time there as a Detroiter. It's one of my favorite places to go.
0: That's where I'm going tonight.
1: Oh, well have fun. Next And that's going where to I was the born, casinos four, So sorry? it all works out. Oh yeah. Oh I missed that place. I know, it's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, say hi to <laughs> Soshi's for me. I will. My favorite Mexican restaurant in the banner. whole wide world. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Jennifer. Take
1: care. Thank you, everyone. You know, here's a beautiful quote. Uh, I looked up Jim Rohn here while, while we were talking, and one of the beautiful quotes he says, How simple is this? It says, For things to change, you have to change. Right. For things to change, oh, he's, you he's have adorable. To change.
2: One of the things, beautiful, one of the quotes I love.
1: Life.
2: Yeah, one of the quotes I love of his is, "If you don't like the way things are, move. You're not a tree." <laughs> <laughs> so I you love it when he go, "Yeah, just do something different. You're not a tree. Do something different." That's um, empowerment. Doing taking control of, of your own life. Exactly. If what you're doing isn't working for you, do something else and make it different. And it's all in choice. And the entire yeah. universe will stop in its tracks and go in an entirely different direction because you choose differently. And it's all in your choice. We, sometimes we're so afraid about how powerless we are and how powerless we feel. And the truth is, I think we're all afraid deep down of just how powerful we are. And so it's it's fine to step into your power and say, that's enough of this. I'm doing something different. I don't like this. Yeah. I want something different.
1: And a lot of that, ladies and gentlemen, we have to remember that you have to practice self-awareness, and that's being a way aware of how you feel in, around certain people and in certain situations. Uh, you know, sometimes we get stuck doing things because it's routine, and we do it every day, same thing, same time, every day. And we know that we don't like it, but we've, we've become so used to doing it that we maybe don't think very much of it anymore. However, we have a feeling of unhappiness or dissatisfaction there's something missing in life. So that's when you have to start paying attention to that and do some work uh, to find out what it is that you want to do. And even if it sounds extremely far fetched, you know, follow it. If it's what's calling your heart, then follow it, follow that thread. It's there for a reason. And if you're following that thread and it's making you feel happier, and more joyful and more fulfilled in life. You absolutely know you're on the right track. Sometimes we need help getting there. And that's when it's time to reach out perhaps to, to Linda for some guidance. You know, how can I get this big curtain out of my way so that I can see more clearly how to move forward in life and how to remove the fear of moving forward in life. Uh, whether that is a fear of failure or a fear of success or or like me, sometimes I just don't know which direction to go. But I certainly know when I am on the right direction, I get lots of loud, happy signs, and I make me very happy. And those are things that I really pay attention to. I know those are something that I need to do something about. I don't always have the answer right away of how to get about, you know, how to go about doing it. But I know that's something that's calling to me for a very strong reason. So please, ladies and gentlemen, like Linda said, life is short. So please make sure that you're doing things that make you happy. And if you're at a job, you know, that you can't leave, even though perhaps it makes you unhappy, then we need to find things to to make you happy, to fulfill you, to help lead you towards that place in life that you'd like to be. So remember, you've got lots of possibilities out there. You have a lot of power, and we are here to help you with that. So please remember that you have so much within you. You've got angels that help you. You've got God that helps you. You've got your ancestors that want to help you. Ascended masters, there's a gigantic support system that wants to help you. So please remember to take advantage of that and watch as you, the flower that you are unfolds and opens up and shines beautifully to remember that you've got lots of options and opportunities. Okay.
2: That's beautiful, Laura. And One thing about if you're in a job that you really don't like and it makes you miserable, two things. Number one, either find ways to be happy in that job or start working your way out of it because that is a signal that that's not for you to be doing. And you are jeopardizing your health and well-being working someplace you don't like. And so um, it's it's the universe helping you feel uncomfortable to go, you don't belong there. So that doesn't mean go in and, and quit. <laughs> it means go in and go, you know what, now I'm gonna look for other opportunities and see what else is, is going on here. I'm not comfortable here and there's someone out there that is dying to get that job and and they can't because you're there you're supposed to be elsewhere so take that as a hint you should be loving what Beautiful. you are going just love what you're you're doing because that's supporting every cell in your body to go to to a place that makes you miserable i don't know how much they're paying you but you can't possibly be paid enough for that misery so I'm sure they're not giving you bonuses. Here's your here's your money for doing the job and oh here's a little extra something because we made you so miserable. So um <laughs> so get out. <laughs> <If> only
0: <laughs> I don't I, I was really a this
1: week. uh <laughs> you know, I possibly I can't possibly leave this job. It's you know, it gives me insurance, it gives me security. And I've got to, you know, but there's quite possibly something else that provides all of those things and makes you happy. So, you know, at least give yourself the opportunity to discover what else might be out there for you. Absolutely. Um, We have about two minutes left. So I want to take this opportunity to thank you, Linda, for all of the things that you have taught me over the years. And they have been profound all of the friendship and the laughs and the wonderful times that we've had talking. I thank you for being with us today and sharing your insight, your wisdom, your healing. And ladies and gentlemen, please reach out to her. She is a wonderful healer. She's a wonderful hypnotist, can help you with so um, so many things in your life to remove blockages and make you I'm happy to help you see things more clearly. And so, again, you can reach her at Linda which is Linda H E R R I C K.com. You can, of course, always email me uh, or look for her, um, the archive of this show on my website, um, which is angelsandhealinglight.com. So, thank you very much, Linda, for being with us all today. And I it's look forward a-
2: to. Hmm. Sorry, Linda, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say it's always an honor and privilege to spend any time with you, Laura. And um, you warm my heart and, and brighten my day, as I'm sure you do so many others. So thank you so much. Laura. Thanks, sister. <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't let it, just anybody blow me out of a room with with Reiki energy. So, you know,
2: <laughs> like so, you did, uh, yes, I, literally. I'm so, I'm, I'm so grateful that you um, invited me back, and I would be thrilled to come back anytime. So thank you very, very well, much. We, I appreciate We will arrange it. that
1: for sure.
2: Thank you, Linda. And um,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I will look forward to seeing you next week. And we'll have a wonderful show next week. But please reach out to me at Laura at angelsandhealinglight.com. In the meantime, may you be blessed and prosperous and filled with wonderful abundance until next Amen. Week. Oh, actually not next week. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.